Hello and welcome to the Sportsbet Football Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Oliver Jones, and joining me today to dissect uh, last weekend's, um, I'm going to say, abject tipping performance. Um, is, Dave uh, especially. Though. Yeah, Dave especially. Sorry, is. are you talking A-League or EPL? Uh, okay, we'll get to your A-League heroics in, in due course. Uh, uh, Dave O'Donnell. <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> is he a singer, David O'Donnell? I think Daniel, Daniel O'Donnell. Daniel O'Donnell. I don't know. My granny's favourite. Yeah. And uh, and the other Irishman you can hear, Kieran McCowan. It's um, getting better, that pronunciation. Yeah, thanks very much. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> gentlemen, a cagey start to this podcast and a cagey start to the uh, A-League last week. It was... Uh, was more, it on? Was it? <laughs> yeah, more draws than an IKEA showroom. Perth Glory... Uh, and the Wanderers, Brisbane and Central Coast, Adelaide and Sydney, all drawing one-all. Uh, City and Victory should have been a one-all draw. However, there was a VAR decision in that game that gave the uh, victory to Melbourne City. Um, inarguably one of the worst decisions in the history of video refereeing across any sport, anytime, anywhere. Um, am I right, or is that uh, needless hyperbole? It's probably just slightly, slightly too far. But um, it was it was a bad decision. A bad decision. That's as far as I'll go. So what's the process to go? So he goes down. He goes down. And um, uh, he the ref says, signals penalty. He signals foul outside the okay. box. Um, the VAR people say, "Do you want to have a look at where the foul happened?" He goes over to see it, and and, and he's got the chance even then to say it's actually, you know, a free kick the free other kick way for the a dive. But but he. Yes, he does. And and this has been one of the misconceptions getting around, saying that he can't overrule his first decision. That's just complete bollocks. He's allowed to look at it and make any decision he wants. He looks at it, and you can only imagine out of pure either embarrassment or some sort of misguided understanding that we don't see what he sees. We see that, mate. We can see it. You've seen it. There is no contact whatsoever. It is as blatant a dive as can happen in football, and then he decides to give a penalty for it. It is beyond beyond comprehension. Um, so, so they've got nobody up in the control room. It's just the referee actually viewing it. Is that how it's working? So I try not to watch A-League, by the way. Th- That's why I don't know. <laughs> there are three VAR um, people. Um, okay. I assume one of them is the liaison with the referee, and two are just basically you know video video dorks. Um, and they whistle down to him, and then he goes and has a look in his own little monitor pitch side. Um, it's you know it sparked outrage at the time. I don't know if you've seen the uh, the reaction of Mark Bosnich at halftime. Well worth a watch. Um, Bozza, uh, for you know a, a man who age is not a let's put it this way. Um, age is not sort of calming him in any way, shape, or form. He still seems to have all the uh, the vim and vigour of... Uh, Them uh, VAR reps have to stop hiring from uh, the Fred Hollows Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> a good... Uh, a cataract joke there. Not many yeah, of those yeah. getting about these days. <laughs> if we know that. <laughs> uh, I was at the game, and honestly... It, it, do you know what? It's a wonderful... It's actually... It was, a, it was a great thing to be at. There was, you know, the best part of... Uh, 40,000 people down at um, Etihad, which is an unbelievable turnout for a, an A-League game. Um, the the atmosphere in there was terrific. You know, lots of young people, old people, a great mix of crowd. You know, um, it was just it was just fantastic. The um, the problem was the uh, spectacle on the pitch, um, and I I sort of came to a, a, a realization or a feeling that I've had for a while, which is the uh, the press um, is is ruining 
Well, not just football, it's ruining lots of sports. It's ruining um, Australian rules as well, but football in particular. Um, you have this odd combination in the A-League of professional sportsmen who are incredibly fit. They're some of the fittest players in world football, it feels like, just watching them run and run and run. But you don't have that composure in possession that means that it's watchable content. It's basically just press, 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 possession, lost possession. Everything goes wide because that's the only place you can get any kind of space. And the quality of the wide men is simply not good enough to create football that is enjoyable to watch. Uh, I don't know how you solve that problem. I don't know if you have to solve that problem. You um, get better players in the league. Uh, I, th- I think you're just too used to watching kind of World Cup, Premier League kind of standard. And then, unfortunately, we have to watch, you know, what's uh, Mitch B- uh, really uh, a, a B or C level standard of football. So, you know, you're expecting too much, Ollie, I reckon. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's entirely my fault. And David, David, David. Yes. Um, as a man who... Look, last week when we said we were going to do this A-League preview, you moaned and bitched and carped. Um But you managed to tip us into two big winners there and, and against the grain in both in both matches, I believe. That's why I'm at this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Phoenix, uh, uh, Wellington Phoenix, um, you tip them to get up against... Who have the fuck Newcastle? there? Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. And uh, also tipped the uh, victory um, in the City game for City. City in the victory game for City. You tipped City to win in the victory City game. <laughs> well, unbelievably I, lucky as well, by the way. Well, the result is all that counts. They definitely didn't deserve that. Um, <laughs> City actually, as I said last week, I changed my tune on them um, because their players, albeit of not the quality we want, they're definitely, as a bunch, I reckon, um, they can be go very far this year, as in get the top six of them, 10 teams. <laughs> <laughs> and Wellington Phoenix, for anyone having a bet on the opening uh, weekend of a season, Newcastle away as Favs, uh, based on one season criteria, is just madness. It was just worth the punt alone. Um, yeah, I, I agree with space. that in Wellington. I, always, I thought they were a big price as well, but uh, yeah, Dave really ruled his luck last week. So let's not just forget about that <laughs> fact. <laughs> the the city the city weren't outrageous. I mean, they weren't outrageous. That they that they won wasn't. They won. It wasn't the biggest. Yes, it wasn't the biggest injustice in the history of time. The the goal and they for scored. any puncher just go back checking your bet statement with Sportsbet when you're back city. There is nothing beside the price that says, "Wow, you're very lucky." Absolutely not. <laughs> A, a wonderful point. Sorry, I'm only building myself up here because we'll be touching on EPL tips in a minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> Where you did, uh, let's be honest, markedly uh, less well. Um, well, actually, let's, let's let's get to the EPL because um, a big weekend of games and the game that I'm actually really looking forward to, forward to, forward to um, maybe both. Um, Spurs versus City, it's the last game of the weekend. We can watch it, 7am Tuesday. Um this is the longest odds that City have been, I think, in a fair while. They're a dollar sixty-seven. Spurs four thirty-three. Um, they are away, but Spurs not in the hottest vein of form. Managed to give up a two-all draw to PSV, who are what Stoke you would think in terms of quality. Um, how do you see this one well, going? Well, price-wise, again, they would have been underdogs against Liverpool a few weeks ago, just as a comparison. Um, but. Since then, I mean, Liverpool kind of half got out of jail at the end. Um, How are we talking about Liverpool? We're talking about Spurs City. <laughs> no, no, I'm, what I've leaned up to is that City were really good in that game, albeit they're underdogs. And since they've played in them, uh, whacked a few teams. And Pep has said that their half time, first half against Shakhtar was the best I've seen them play. Tie that in with Spurs 
kind of European hangovers, players missing, still playing at Wembley, even though City do look short against the so-called big six, four team, whatever, um, City will win that game. I, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. Do you, uh, do you they're, they're, they're very short and we, we, we both know that. $1.67 away from home to one of the top four teams in the Premier League is just too short for me. You know, Spurs have had injuries. Ericsson's been missing. He was back midweek against PSV. Ali was still out. I think the signs are that he'll come back also. Um, yeah, just all in all, City were were great in that, that first half, especially um, midweek. And they, they've been going well as well. And De Bruyne's but, back. Yeah. They have about 600 ch- um, options in midfield to pick from. They, they are brilliant, but I, I just think they're just too short, really. So what do you like in this game then, if you're saying they're too short? Well, I've gone with the draw. I've sat on the fence. I think that's that's the way to play this one. Score draw or no? 2-all two, two for me. I went 2-1 City. 2-1 City. Okay, very interesting, very interesting. We'll move on to uh, Liverpool-Cardiff. Liverpool, Cardiff. Liverpool uh, shorter than Winks here, ten. Cardiff, $26. This is Liverpool's probably easiest home game this season. They were, are going Apart to from against Spartak Moscow or yeah, against the uh, Red Star. Red Star. Um, Salah's back among the goals. He's still the great player he was last year. Mane, Firmino, Salas. Some team is going to get a hockey inverse sometime soon. Um, legs are fresh. Times are good. Liverpool, 6-0. Yes, I mean, tremendous bias there. The, the, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the truth of Liverpool's recent form is that they beat an incredibly poor Red Star team, 4-0, and in a game that flattered to deceive enormously. They were um, among the worst teams I've seen in Europe. Liverpool were mildly convincing they were certainly not convincing last weekend uh scraping a 1-0 victory to a lowly crummy Huddersfield team um the wheels are the wheels are hanging on by a thread this Liverpool team will not finish inside the top three they'll be very very lucky to finish inside the top four um, that's my counter argument. Maybe it's the other end of the spectrum. Maybe well, it's there is an element. So, like, has Van Dijk and Cole uh, kept the team together when the front three haven't been scoring? You know, Man City draw at home. Sturridge last minute equalised against Chelsea, but they've gone through probably one of the top two or three hardest run of fixtures before the Huddersfield game. They've now got an in-depth squad. Um, this gun-ho approach can happen week, week in, week out. They're going to keep it for the big games, knocking off the results. There's only one team that can push City. I don't think they can get there, but they're, they're the only team that can go, near, that's, go close. That's a pretty balanced kind of uh, response, I reckon, there from Dave. I, I think I think the two two teams he mentioned, Liverpool and City, they will be top two. Liverpool are far better than Chelsea for me still. Um, and they're the only two who can win it. Liverpool's home def- defensive performances at home have been incredible. I mean, is it 10 clean Nine sheets? Or 10 clean sheets. In 11 now. games? You know, playing against the worst team in the Premier League. Um, yeah, I don't think Dave's going to be too far off the mark with a 6-0 there, to be honest. Okay, I've gone with well, 5. Yeah. I, well, I'm I'm less convinced. Um, I think I think it will be a, maybe a 2-0, maybe a 2-1 victory. I still see Liverpool... I still see that there's absolutely potential for Liverpool for the wheels to come off in a spectacular fashion. You have the depth, you have all the depth in the world, you have some of the best players in the league, unquestionably. I question the ability for this team to maintain this sort of plucky underdog spirit. I think I think vested interests are starting to come out. I think Shakiri is a little a little bit of a um 
a, a dressing room tumour, sowing a bit of derision. I reckon Mane is... He was fantastic during the week. Yeah, he was. There's and a lot of different reports, but at the end of the day, Shakiri's, Fabinho's, even Lallana coming back, um, you compare that bench and kind of rotation to 12 months ago where it was Solanke, Ben Woodburn. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. You know, Nathan Klein coming back in. They're chalk and cheese. No, and, and that is fair. Um, we'll move on to uh, Arsenal. I can Palace. happily keep talking about Liverpool if you want. <laughs> I know, I, I'm fully aware of that. The, the Sports About Liverpool podcast will be starting uh, in earnest, never. Um, Arsenal, $1.72, Palace, four twenty. Um, chance of we've got our club back last week after uh, Arsenal beat Leicester 3-1. Um, I'm... I'm all aboard the Arsenal train. I think they're an exceptional outfit. Um, I honestly just think they're playing some of the best football. Their goal, um, I think it was the third goal last week, was... Fantastic. Probably the goal of the season for me so far. Probably... In a in a race with uh, Arsenal's goal against Fulham, the the Aaron Ramsey goal as well. So they have scored two unbelievable goals in the last few weeks, and that was a game of two halves, really, because they should have been behind in that first right. half against Leicester. I mean, they they were. <laughs> Leicester scored it in the first half. Didn't no, they? I think did, I'm not sure how it was. Was it was it one all a half? It was one all half. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe they, they, didn't go, they certainly went. Oh, they were combined, yeah. Um, and yeah, you, I mean, you're right. The, the second the second half performance. Oh, they've scored what of their 24 goals this season. 18 have come yeah, in the second they've half. Scored, they've scored the most in the second half, and the second half performance was sensational. There's no doubt about that. Ozil being given the the captain's armband seems to have provoked some kind of response in his form because again, that second half performance, all in all, it was probably his best performance in an Arsenal shirt. Um, and he's had a few good ones, but yeah, he was just unreal in that game. And I've heard people talking about sneaky depth in that Arsenal um, front line as well, because you know that guy Welbs coming back, uh, scoring last <laughs> night in a, in a, in a, in, a, in, a, in an actually quite a convincing one 0 victory against a Sporting Club de Lisboa. Um, Do he, they have any players left after their? Nani's still going around, um, and looks exactly the same. He hasn't seemed to have aged. Um, I'm almost hit a typical nanny type rocket into the top corner at one point, um, but alas. Didn't. I think with Arsenal, everyone keeps saying when they play the big teams, probably in particular Liverpool next week, that um, <laughs> that they're going to they're going to come up like against and I, they're, right, they're, uh, win, wait, their win's going to stop. But what I will say is, if you're winning ten, eleven in a row, and yes, you win a couple of them daft cup comps. That still means that you're beating all the bad teams in the Premier League, and three points are a lot better than one, and you're going to go very far in the season. QED, David McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, David, um, I'm willing to have a, a a bottle of Aldi's finest red wine on the result of that Arsenal Liverpool game. I I will take Arsenal and the draw. No, you won't. <laughs> no, the draw's a push here. And My you, name is Rick, not Prick. And you, and you can have Liverpool. And that I'm, I'm talking the twelve dollar Beaujolais. That's how, that's how far I'm willing to go. Um. Because you're only going to Aldi, I'll accept those conditions. It goes against my principles as a trader, but I'll accept those. Okay, fantastic. We'll move on to Chelsea Burnley. Chelsea $1.33, Burnley $10. Um, I went directly from Etihad last week to the turf bar to watch uh, United um, play Chelsea. And, and it was a really fucking enthralling game. It, the first half was tense, but it was back and forth. Second half, obviously, Martial scoring two amazing goals. Martial's a, he's a good player. Like, we forget this. Um, Mourinho forgets it. I think we all know he's a yeah, good player. There's just so much talent there. Um, and, you know, and then, obviously, 
in in Fergie time, ironically, uh, Chelsea snatching uh, what I think was probably a deserved draw. Um, the the sad sight I thought of um, old mate celebrating very much on his own. Uh, Ross Barkley kind of just scores this you know amazing injury time winner. Turns around, he's really on his own. Like there's really like just <laughs> genuinely nobody goes to celebrate with him. Um, can you explain a that? B, the sideline fracas, which I think has been slightly overstated, um, was a tremendous amount of fun, but surely just a bit of WWE the- theatrics. Fun. Mourinho's under massive pressure. Getting a win at Chelsea and finishing off their unbeaten run was going to be huge. And your man could have said anything to him. And he would have set him off. So he's just a rat. His time is nearly up. I'm quite enjoying United's demise. They're shit. United are apps shit across the board. Lukaku hasn't scored since the day of our Lord. Um, <laughs> but Chelsea, this is kind of showing where Chelsea are kind of at as well. Um, Barkley, no one likes him, he's a scouser. But at 15 million, he's going to be a bargain after Andy Robertson, Liverpool's left back. <laughs> um, but uh, over-reliant in Eden Hazard and... Um, that's the wrap, my wrap of that game. Yeah, see, I don't, I'm starting to think that maybe United aren't shit. I would have been entirely in your corner. Um, I feel like we're not. I feel like we're we're really not bad. Um, Chris Smalling and, and Lindelof put in a reasonably solid performance in that game. Um, Chelsea's first goal was purely down to Pogba losing his man in probably the most pathetic fashion I've ever seen, followed by... Um, this sort of childish stomping rant, um, jumping up and down like a child on the edge of the 18-yard box in unedifying fashion. Roy Keane must have been spinning in his grave um, <laughs> watching that. The, um, I the, think when they dropped the shackles, like in yeah. the Champions League against Juve in that, that period in the second half, when tactics go out the window and they've got the players just to try and make a, a bit of a, a go at it, like, but... They don't know what they're playing for. No, and that is, and that is, you absolutely, you've, you've, uh, you could not be more rem acutetigisti. Um, do you know what that means? Yes, I'm fantastic at my analysis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but more or less. Um, yeah, it's it, they don't know what they're playing for, and like it's all this weird thing. They went in at half time and they came out and they looked exceptional. And and what is? I don't know how Jose is still getting anything out of them at all. Um, it's it's the weirdest situation I've ever seen in, at a, at the club. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know if I'm entirely. I, I, you know, at the start of the season, if you'd said, "Can you get rid of Mourinho right now?" I would have said yes and bitten your hand off. There isn't anyone I want to see going in there. Perhaps the the. Um, but should a tea lady do a better job than he's doing? I mean, any any um, any non-United fan is just absolutely you know laughing at the whole situation yeah. and and just hoping hoping for the rest of the season that Mourinho's in the job because as long as he stays in the job, the chance of them making the top four keeps on diminishing and the chance of the likes of Arsenal keep on going up. So I say bring it on, it's great. Okay, so um, a little result for this one, boys. Chelsea, easy winners at home? 3-0. I believe we're both 3-0. Both 3-0 away from home, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And by the way, I hope Burnley go down. They are crap. They are Um, crap. They're crap. Um, They're crap. Unfortunately, there's a lot more bad, bad, bad teams in it, but they've spent a lot of dosh. That manager has high expectations of himself, so, but um, they've lost their home form. And um, how they keep, you know, outperforming the expected numbers as well, I've got no idea. Because looking at them, they look like they're they're nineteenth, twentieth team in the league, and that's saying something with Huddersfield and Cardiff around. So, look, it looks like that their luck will run out, and they'll 
they'll be one of the three teams to go down this year. Yeah, looking um, and talking about XG, Everton, uh, a team who massively over-indexed against their XG. Um, they were very lucky to beat Crystal Palace last week 2-0. Uh, Palace with a penalty, hit the crossbar a bazillion times, uh, just couldn't score. Uh, they travel to Manchester United. Revitalise Manchester United, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, United $1.67 at home, Everton $5. I feel like United are actual value here. I feel like this is one of those, surely one of those matches that you have to think if their season is to right itself in any way, shape or form, they've got to come out and win this match. Are they going to, though? I was going to go one all, but I've got a pitch for a 2-1 United. They'll get somewhere to win us. You're a it's fucking a, coward, you are, mate. It's a, it's a tricky tie for them. I mean, Everton are improving and they'll cause trouble. And when United have got a defence like that, I wouldn't be looking for your banker the weekend at that price. No, it's, it, 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 is, um, it is a bit short. Um but Everton are just never much cop when they travel to Wildcats. Yeah, I, I thought yeah, the, the price is the price is the price is right as they say. Two um, one was my score as well, and this one Dave's just after looking at my score and copying it. But uh, yeah, look, I, I think United invariably win these type of types of games. So yeah, I think I think one all or two one is the way to go probably. One all or two one the way to go. Right, we'll get to the shortest league in the world. Last week's results, boys. I like far be it for me to give you shit about your tipping. You're far better tippers than I am. You do it professionally. You are consummate professionals and very talented at that. Your tipping last week was as bad as I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> we'll you, just blame the results. You got a you got a spectacular number of the results wrong. Well, like, the, uh, the Fulham know. one is a, a problematic. Um, we did not see that Cardiff result coming. No, you both you pro- both got four results right but only Kieran got one correct score right um, and it was the last match of the round Um, that puts him resplendent on 789 nine points while you David (laughs) languishing on four well Um, there is uh, Ed stepped in for me for a week yeah one week you can't blame one week in results we have to (laughs) well the, the beauty of it is right when you if you do manage to get get it back you get to go to dinner well, with ed which is great fun i mean like fantastic. he's just always always good company um we'll fly through these ones this week um we start with brighton and hove albion uh, at home to the wolverhampton wanderers no no one all fucking nil nil you're right that's that's gonna be no nil uh fulham versus bournemouth i'm keeping the faith three two two all uh liverpool cardiff city six nil five nil Hmm. What are the odds for those? Do we know? We'll find out later. Uh, Southampton, Newcastle. Uh, another board. Um, neither team can score. No, no. Yeah, one all for me. Watford, Huddersfield Town. Huddersfield can't score either. They're crap. Uh, Watford are kind of probably everyone's bogey team because you never can catch them at the right time, but I uh, should see this. 2 0. Yeah, 1 0, Watford. Uh, Leicester, West Ham. 1 all. 3 1. Burnley, Chelsea. 3-0 Chelsea. 3-0. Crystal Palace, Arsenal. 1-0. 2-1 Arsenal. Man United, Everton. 2-1 United. 2-1. And the Tottenham Hotspurs against Manchester City. You do sound like your man from the old pools. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I love that guy. 2-1 um, City. 2-0 for me. What was... 
four five five. Yeah. five what, he's uh, five four. He's, he's five four. The pool's predictor. Oh God, I'd love to have that job. He's dead now. Yeah. Bless his cotton socks. Um, I think he did that job for the best part of forty years. Um, oh, to beat. Do you remember the tele? Speaking of old football things, do you remember the teletext score at the bottom? Does that still happen? Teletext. Oh, it was one of the best things, wasn't it? Long live those days. Yeah, bring that shit back. Anyway, thanks very much for listening. Um, we hope that these uh, did Sorry, a what? little better than last week. My early tip. Oh, go on, give it to so us. I'm just going to give one. Around the $4 mark, Central Coast and City to draw. No, oh, thanks very much. You're, you're doing better than um, our newly installed NBA. Um, Dave is going to win this league by default, given it's just him giving A-League <laughs> tips. So that's one for you, Dave. Yeah, A-League yeah. expert. The, um, the A-League league, the A-League mini-league league of the leagues is, uh, you know, just not as quite a best of the league as the uh, smallest leagues league. Anyway, um, you're all, it doesn't matter anyway, because you're all, all doing better than our latest uh, NBA uh, ambassador, NBL ambassador, um, he gave his first tip yesterday, and it was an it was an ambitious one. He um, he comes over um, Worthington, Mark Worthington, you know, big big imposing fellow. You listen to him when he talks. He slidles into our little bay here at Sportsbet, and he's like, "Oh look, boys, I've uh, I've got a nine leg molly for you here, um, and it just wins. I can't see how it doesn't win." And he rattles off this enormous NBA multi. There are lines, there are point differentials. He's just like, to me, that's that's impossible. Um, the first leg failed by the best part of twenty five points. <laughs> so everybody, everybody Every in the cloud, office. Dave. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Mark Williamson is on notice, um, and you guys are going fine. Um, thanks for listening. Um, if you're going to have a bet, please don't do so responsibly. Um, set limits, stick to them, and always bet within your means. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers. Cheers.